Hello, thank you for listening to the Sip with Sidrid podcast with yours truly, Sidrid Rivera. Please feel free to share this with a friend. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And as long as I'm alive, you are never alone. Now let's listen in. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi everyone. Hello, hello, hello. It is Sidrid Rivera. It's unbelievable and I'm going to go quick on this, okay? It says, out of the darkness, that is today's um, title. The message is titled, Out of Darkness, Out of Darkness. Um, and it says, you are a chosen race, a royal prin- uh, priesthood, a holy nation, a people of God's own uh, possessions, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Okay, so I'm going to read that again real quickly. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possessions, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That is found on 1 Peter 2, 9. So it's 1 Peter, which is the first Peter of the first book of Peter, um, because there's two of them. Chapter 2, verse 9. And so today's message says, Don't try to hide where you came from. No matter how dark or shameful your past was before you met Christ. There is a power in your testimony. When a light is turned on in an already bright room, it affects a barely noticeable. But when even the smallest flicker of light appears in blackness, we are drawn to it. We have been chosen as people of God's possessions to proclaim his excellence and to be the visible evidence of his marvelous, life-changing light. What is your testimony? This is our question. What is your testimony of being called out of darkness? What is your testimony of being called out of darkness? In other words, um... You know, what's your testimony? You know, from being, you were in darkness. We all were in darkness, right? Good morning, Miss Terry. We were all in darkness at one point before we accepted the Lord as our personal Savior. And so light comes into our life when we do accept Him. That's why the message here says no matter how dark or shameful your past was before you met Christ, There is a power in your testimony. When a light is turned on in an already brightened room, well then it affects a bare, it affects, its effect, excuse me, is barely noticeable, right? Because it's like a bunch of bright stuff going on, right? But it says, but when even the smallest flicker of light appears in, in blackness, we are drawn to it. So we are the light, right? We are the light of Christ. And so the question is, what is your testimony of being called out of darkness? You know, um, oh, he's snoring. Look, he's, 
Um, and so we got to think about that. Why? What's our light, in other words? How are you being that light to other people? I'm looking at the book. Sorry, I moved it over. <laughs> How are we being the light to other people? And that's a that's a tough question. Like that's a thinking question. It's not a tough question. It's just a question that makes you think. Like, right? What is your testimony of being called out of the darkness? So, um, I don't think I've thought of that for a very, very, very long time. Um, of what was my testimony? I I think for me it was just more guys of. I wanted something different. I was tired of the same thing. Um, I, I was, um, I wanted, I wanted some, I guess some hope, you know, and um, I was born and raised in New York City, I'm in Brooklyn, New York, not New York City, in Brooklyn, New York, I was ra- um, raised and born there. And so everything that you see, there's so different from the world, right? It's just so different. And it's not that it's a bad thing, but there are more it's difficult. That's what it is. I'm trying to find the right words because, you know, um, I still love be. I still love that I'm. I was born. In, I love that I was born in Brooklyn. But it's tough. It's very tough living in New York City, living in Brooklyn, living in Queens, living living in the Bronx, right? Um. So um. um it's all information. It's all just trying to get out of that. And I think that's what for well, for me. That's what it was. It was um, all trying to get out of that darkness because for me that's where I was at that darkness in in um um in New York and 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 just what I was experiencing I think that for me guys let me tell you something one of the one of the best things and this is going to sound crazy but one of the best things that could have happened to me was um having my ex cheat on me the way that I found out and what I found out it was very painful at the moment. Um, it was horrifying because it was about a month before my wedding, right, to that person. Um, but I have such a better life now. And that drew me closer to God. And that made me realize I am just not going to do things without God's, um, you know, presence. I'm just not going to focus on what I want anymore. I need to focus on what God has planned for me. And so it was just, that was my, that was my life changing. Um, um, and it made me move from New York to Florida where I'm at now. And I took my life, literally guys, I took my life in pretty much my own hands. I, I, I moved from New York with $40 in my pocket and the clothes on my back. You know, I didn't have anything. I was young um, um, or younger. (laughs) I was younger. I was in my 20s, um, upper 20s. And I was just like, you know, I got to get the hell out of here. I got to get out of New York. I can't stand everywhere I was going. I was I was seeing my my ex and and he was trying to get back. And he I just was like, I need to disappear. That's what I wanted to do. And so I reached out to my, my mom, reached out to a cousin of mine that I have here. And then um, long story short, here I am, because that's I could write a book on that. I was just saying to myself a couple of days ago, I said to myself, I should write a book, you know, um, because I've got so much that I have experienced. Um, and from that point, guys, when I did that, I was alone. I was alone for a very long time, meaning I didn't have my mom, you know, that, that you can hold on to or that she can say, don't worry about it, we'll do this together or I'm there for you. I didn't have that. She was very far. You know, I went, I moved to Florida by myself. Like I said, $40 in my pocket and the clothes on my back. 
you know? Um, and so I moved into a cousin's house that I really didn't even know much of, you know? Um, and so I literally took my life in my own hands and I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to see what God has for me. And I mean, I tell you from that point on, I grew up, I grew up and I changed my world. You know, I taught myself how to drive at 11, 12 o'clock midnight right 11 o'clock at night or 12 o'clock midnight sometimes at one o'clock in the morning where there's barely no traffic i bought myself a car with my permit i don't know i live in florida they give it to you that way um i went by myself um and i bought myself a car barely knowing how to get the heaven out of that driveway because i only had a permit and i took that car and i would get in the highways i would go in parking lots at two o'clock, one o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock in the morning to teach myself how to drive because I didn't have really anybody, you know? Um, And so it was very scary. It was a scary world, but that is where I believe I trusted the most. And it taught me how to always remember that if no one, and when, when no one is around, he's around, God's around, God's always around. And so that gave me the courage to get up and get out, to go get a job, to find this, to find that, you know, things like that. I I didn't buy the car right away because I had to find a job. Obviously, like I said, I came here with $40 in my pocket and the clothes in my back. <laughs> but um, I got a job and, you know, I remember my cousin would drive me to the to that job and then he she would pick me up, you know, um, and then drop me off. The weekends, I barely went anywhere because I didn't have any. Um, um, anywhere to go. I didn't know anybody. So it was a tough life. But those are the things, guys, that made me who I am, right? Those are the moments that my little light had to shine, right? So that I can have that hope and know that I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me, you know? And when you go back and you think about these things, guys, when you go back and think about where you came from, what you got yourself out of, right? How you made it in life. That just makes you even stronger, right? So this says here, what is your testimony of being called out of darkness? That was mine. I was in a dark place because I was miserable. I was upset. I was angry. I was hurt. I was devastated when that happens. And so that's when I just clinged on God and that light shined a little bit better. And because that light shined, I moved on and said, I'm out. I'm going to, I'm going to do things I've never done before, you know, and I did by myself. And I'm very proud of that now. But when I did it, I was scared as crap. (laughs) I was like, what the heck? Like, I couldn't believe I was doing that. When I told my mom, she was like, please don't do that. Please don't go out there. Because what if somebody hits you and then you're out there by yourself? And I'm like, I have to do something. I have to get out and I have to be me. I have to, I can't depend on people. You know, I have to teach myself how to be a better person, how to survive in this gosh darn world. And so those are the things when you go back and you look at what you've come out of, you truly can see that God's always been there. Because let me tell you something, other than that, it could have gotten a whole lot worse, right? We all know that. So that's the question today is, what is your testimony of being called out of the dark? What what happened to you in this world that you got out of that darkness and started living? You 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 brought, there was light that was brought into your life. God was brought like you really clinged on the Lord more. That's when I cling the most on the Lord. 
is when I knew and I felt I'm alone. I am so alone. And I've got to teach myself to just move forward, to keep going and not worry about other people not being there because he will bring the right people. And let me tell you something. Remember I shared with you just a minute ago, good morning, Sandra. I shared with you just a minute ago that that, that, that the best thing that happened to me was my ex cheating on me. The best thing. I know it sounds crazy, but for me, the reason why I say that is because, I mean, obviously I didn't think about it at the time. I was pissed as heck. I wanted to run him over with a car if I had one. Thank God. See, this is why God didn't give me a car in Brooklyn. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> you know? Um, but I'm being real with y'all. You know? I, mean, I was like, ah. And if I tell you my story, you'd be like, what in the world? I mean, Let's just say that what I had in, in Brooklyn came following me over here. I mean, I'm talking about, I could write a soap opera. I could have the days of our lives as the days of Citrus lives, okay? But um, um, I say that that was the best thing that happened to me, even though I didn't think of it at that time, even though I was devastated and I was hurt and I was upset and angry and I felt alone for a very long time. The reason why I say that that was the best thing is because here I am now and my world, woo, if it could get better, I'd be like, how? Because I have the most amazing husband. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm saying like a hundred times better than what I had before. If that's even, I mean, there's no, there's no number. There's no equal there's no it's not even it doesn't even balance right it doesn't even balance because what I have now is like up here you can't even see it and what I had before is like down here you can't see it right it's like totally different and sometimes we have to go through that pain to be able to receive the blessings that God has for us even though we don't know what the hell they are even though we don't think that that's going to be a blessing. How could this be a blessing? How could this be something that turns out better when my heart is broken, when I'm sad, when I'm lonely, when I'm hurt, when I hate the world, when I want to, when I, when I feel like no, right? All of that emotion. But I look at it now and I'm so grateful, so grateful now, <laughs> you know, and ever since I started feel, seeing that, I started saying, thank you, God, because I went through a lot, but it made me the person I am now, and I am so much more happier. So hold on. Uh-oh, there's your one. I got all three of them in here. Pop a squat. <laughs> so hold on. Hold on to what you are experiencing right now. If you're hurting, if you're wondering, if you're alone, if you're lonely, if you're sad, if you're broken, if you're, I was broken. I was like, like, I can't even, I don't even know how to say that, but it was, it was really bad. But if you're there and you're in that situation, know that, <laughs> excuse me, there are brighter days coming. There are brighter days because the word of God promises it. He promises that there are brighter days. He says here, look, just real quickly before we say goodbye. He says here, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possessions, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him 
who has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. It says it right here. That's on 1 Peter 2.9. So you are called out of darkness. He's going to pull you out. Because there's marvelous, marvelous, marvelous light ahead. It might not seem like it now, but I promise you it is going to be. Thank you, God, for this amazing message. You're so amazing, Lord. I mean, I'm so grateful. Oh, for your wonderfulness. I'm so grateful that you pour into us how much you love us and how much we should remember, be reminded, Lord, that we will have or do have that marvelous light coming to us. Father, mend the broken hearts. Mend those, Lord Father, that help those that are alone. Let them see your light. Pour that light into their their hearts, Lord. I thank you, God, for how amazing you are. And I am so grateful that things do get better because we believe in you and because we seek you. And because when we seek you, your word says that we will find you. So please help us to feel that light. Feel that light. See that light. Help us to get closer to that and understand that later on, it's all for the better. I'm grateful for it. And every day I I, I receive more of it. In the precious name of Jesus, I thank you so much, Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. And so apparently so are my minions. (laughs) Okay. I've got to run because I want to go take a quick 15-minute walk. This is why you guys see me this way. You will probably see me this way more than the whole makeup thing because now I'm going to be walking right after my sip with Cedric. I love you guys to pieces. God bless you. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Mwah.